Hi, this is Isabella Vines, Diversity Editor of Golden Gate Express, and welcome back to another Gator Talk, the podcast that never leaves you out of the loop. With me today is Ashley Hayes Stone, Express Photo Editor, along with today's guest. I'm excited to be here, and I can't wait to spill the high tea with the guest. Hold on, don't give them away too soon. For more information and coverage, check out goldengateexpress.org or at GGX News on all social media platforms. Ever wondered what it was like where individuals attended balls, where they donned petite coats and intricate beaded gowns? Well, now you can. We interviewed a SF State dance major, Jahan Castle, who is one of the main leads in Netflix's Bridgerton's experience in San Francisco. So let's get into it. Netflix's A Bridgerton Experience, The Queen's Ball, allows fans of the show to step into a world where white gloves, sparkling tiaras, and top hats are the best fashion accessories. Guests are completely immersed in the world of Bridgerton, where they can take photos with the costumes of the show, bow before Her Royal Highness, and watch several dance numbers. Ashley, you're a fan of the show and you got a chance to speak with one of the main dancers, who is also an SF State student. I just want to say I am a huge Bridgerton fan. It was one of those shows that got me through the pandemic. Well, that show and Tiger King and playing Animal Crossings all day. But anyways, I love the show to the point where I even like hosted my own like tea party with my family. So when I heard the experience was coming to San Francisco, you know, I had to get a ball gown. How did you come across John? Well, our amazing managing editor, Myron, shout out, (laughs) gave me Johan's contact after finding out that I went to the experience. Johan is in his fourth year here at SF State. Like we said, he's a dance major and a cinema minor. I was able to catch up with him on his way to one of the last shows on Wednesday night. Unfortunately, my Wi-Fi was down, so I had to interview him on the Muni on his way to the show. Audio quality isn't the best, but it shows how he's always on the go. When I asked him how he got this opportunity, he had a pretty cool story. I was on my way to my day job, so I work at Sea Pops all over the place. Um, I was already late, I was like, hello. Um, I was running late. It was my first time really doing a morning shift, so I was uh, pretty late. And then I get this message from the guy. Um, I didn't really read much because I was driving, so I just saw, hey, Bridgerton, message, person. And those are like the keywords, and it's like, and I interpret it as, oh, I know you work in Bridgerton. Um, maybe it's just like you want to meet up someday after your rehearsal at Bridgerton. Um, and then later, I get a call, um, and I pick it up, and it's like, hi, this is so-and-so from the Bridgerton experience. Uh, your friend Nikai had recommended you to fill the position that we're currently looking for at the moment. When he got the role for the show, it must have felt amazing. Oh yeah, he said he felt humbled and excited about being part of this show. This again is his first like professional job role and he killed it in my opinion. Since he got the job like a week before the show started, he didn't have time to really audition. He had to learn several dances in such a short amount of time. One of the dancers, who is also an SF alum, vouched for him. He definitely said he experienced something I think we all felt at one point. 
people coming from uh, tours in other places, working in Vegas, working in national tours, like my coworkers. I'm like, oh, I literally am starting school in two weeks. I mean, two months. Um, so I'm like, I don't know if I should even belong here, you know, as like a lead dancer who did begin training only three years ago in such technical dance. Wow. How did he balance going to school and working professionally? I think every student, including myself, struggles with balancing like the schoolwork and actual work. It feels almost impossible at times, but Johan, he's used to doing multiple things at once. Throughout middle school and high school, he was involved in several like curricular activities, including like school bands and musicals. He says that how he is able to balance all of this is to schedule out my week, schedule out my day, see things months in advance, uh, and really being realistic with myself. Well, organization is the foundation to success. Before we continue, let's take a break. Support the Golden Gate Express work by signing up for our newsletter, following us on Instagram and Twitter at ggxnews, and visiting the website goldengateexpress.org. Interested in advertising with GGX? Check out our advertising page at goldengateexpress.org slash advertising. And we're back. Ashley, could you talk more about what the show is about and the vibe of the experience? Oh my god. The show is based on novels written by Julia Quinn. It is based in 19th century London high society. What I love about the show, besides the fabulous costumes, is the diversity of the cast. You definitely see that in the experience as well. The element that I love the most at the end of the experience, the queen picks a diamond, like how the queen picks a diamond in the show. However, unlike the show, the individual isn't selected to be the desirable maiden to marry. They get to stand in the middle of the dance floor on the circular stage and the best part is they get glitter confetti rained on them. The crowd just goes nuts and starts cheering on the diamond. Then at the very, very end, everyone gets to get on the dance floor before we get kicked out. That sounds like a lot of fun. How does he feel knowing that the show is coming to an end? Ugh, it's bittersweet for him. This is going to hit me hard when the show's done. Because I've never had a performance last more than four days. So for me to do like my 40th show tonight, 44th show tonight, it's crazy. Speaking of that, what is next for him? Oh, he's definitely staying busy being a cinema minor and a dance major. He has upcoming dance shows. He's working on a film for his cinema class. And he's also re-showing one of his films. And I believe that's in October. His advice for anyone who wants to pursue their dreams is this. Do time will come, divine timing. You don't have to um, compare yourself to anyone else or their time. Wow, it's inspiring to see an SF State student set such an amazing example of hard work and ambition. Oh yeah, I completely agree. And so the last Bridgerton Experience show is this Sunday. But like I said, you can watch Johan perform at SF State in October. We'll link all his upcoming events down below. Before we go, let's catch y'all up on what happened this week. 
SF State baseball player Garrett Jensen earns Calhoke Courage Award for overcoming a life-changing diagnosis. After battling a tumor in his spinal cord, in addition to dealing with other health complications, Jensen is finally playing baseball again. Mayor London Breed loses oversight over San Francisco police. In a 4-3 decision made on Wednesday, mayoral appointee Max Carter Oberstone was elected vice president and Cindy Elias president of the police commission. As a result of this decision, Mayor Breed no longer has the power to discipline officers, set policy, or choose leaders of the SFPD. Tropical Storm Fiona has the potential of reaching the Virgin Islands and Puerto Rico this weekend. According to the National Center in Miami, this storm formed Wednesday evening and the U.S. National Hurricane Center has issued tropical storm watches for the Caribbean's easternmost islands. And that's all for today. This is Isabella Vines, Diversity Editor. New episodes will premiere every other week, so keep an ear out. And with that, see you later, Gators. Bye!